This is the Emerge and Expand podcast, a place for introverted and sensitive souls who are trying to cut through the noise online and create success in their own businesses on their own terms. I'm your host, Catherine McKenzie-Smith, and I'm so glad that you're here. Whether you're trying to get your business up and running whilst working full-time, taking care of kids, or just navigating the roles, responsibilities, and the energetic capacity that you have, it can sometimes feel like your business is always getting pushed to the bottom of the priorities pile. I know from experience it can feel so frustrating when other commitments take over and there never feels like quite enough time in the day or week to get on with the passion project or the business that you're trying to get up and running. This conversation came up in one of my groups last week, and I know that no matter where you're at, in your life or your business right now. There are so many different life circumstances that can lead to you feeling behind or feeling like life is getting in the way of you being able to grow your business. The original question and the references to the person who asked it have been removed from this video to honor the privacy of the Secret Introverts Business Group, but this felt like a really important conversation that needed to be shared. So here are a few mindset shifts that I've had over the years that have helped me to navigate my own personal experience and that I hope might give you something to think about as well. I know that for most of us, we have other things going on in our lives that mean that maybe we don't have the time, the energy, the capacity to be able to work full time in our business. So I have a bunch of different thoughts on this. I will be super honest with you that I don't have kids. So this is something that I obviously can't speak on from experience, but I'm I'm super empathetic to that because obviously you want to honor the time that you have and they're growing up, I'm sure happens so quickly, but also being mindful of the fact that you have other things that you want to do in your life as well. So I'm not going to speak to that because um, it's just not my lived experience and I don't have any uh, anything <laughs> wise to say on that topic. But what I am going to talk about is this idea of where we think we should be and how we can maybe make a little mindset shift that can be focusing more on what we have, what we're doing, and not so much on what we think we sh- where we think we should be by now. And I'm saying this with so much love because I really appreciate the fact that this is such a real thing for so many people and it is absolutely valid to feel that way. So this is no judgment on any of those feelings, but just a few little things that I think can help some of us or all of us to sometimes take a moment to reframe. So just to give you some context, I started my blog and my business when I still worked 50 hours a week in TV. And it was really a side project for a few years while I was doing that because uh, obviously (laughs) I had a whole other career going on at the same time. And so those pockets of time were really valuable. And it was really about making sure that that time was used the most productively. Because I was a contractor in TV, I just chose when I finished my coaching certification that I wasn't going to take on any work until I kind of needed to, to just see what happened in my business. And suddenly I went from having those small pockets of time to actually having infinite amounts of time available to me. And all of these things, every road that we walked out, every decision that we make is always going to come with pros and cons. And so for so many of us who are 
juggling families and other roles and responsibilities and jobs and all of the other things that are going on, feeling that time scarcity can be really a big thing. It's hard enough as introverts sometimes to even just have the energy to make it through a full work week or make it through a family-filled weekend. And you add then another creative project or an endeavor and all of the things that come with that on top, clients and social media and creating content and all of those things. And it can really just feel like this is going so slowly. I can tell you from personal experience that there is also a bit of a downside to having too much time. It becomes so easy to say, oh, I'll do that tomorrow. I've got so much time available to me. I learned this when I was at university and I also worked 30 hours a week and I would have an assignment due in two weeks on a Tuesday, but I knew because I had, you know, things I wanted to do and I had work that I had to get to, that there would be like a two hour pocket of time or a five hour pocket of time in my week that would be the only time that I would have to get that assignment done. And I could tell you that was the most productive I was ever when I had that situation where I had to get things done. Now, I want to be mindful of the fact that everybody's brain works differently and functions differently. Mine works really well under those kind of time pressures. I have so much capacity to procrastinate, waste time, and get distracted doing 50 million other things. And so I personally create these little time frames in my business now because I know nothing would ever happen if I was left to my own devices. You will notice that I pre-launch a lot of things, that I announce a lot of things and when they're coming before they exist. And I've learned to do that as a way to make sure that I actually get things done because like I said, left to my own devices, I can sometimes forget to do that. So That's just one thing to think about that we can find in our minds that the grass is always greener on the other side. Oh, wouldn't it be so fantastic if I just had all day, every day to work on my business? And I can tell you that, yes, that can be an incredibly wonderful thing to do, but you can sometimes find that similar things or new things become new levels of frustration and annoyance because we're human, we're messy, we're working it out. And whilst at the moment, it might feel like, oh, if I just had more time, I would be able to get this done faster. What we then don't realize is there's always going to be give and take there. And so for me, when I purposely chose not to take work on at the very start of my business, that meant that I had to learn to do a lot of things myself because I didn't have the extra funds available to be able to outsource everything and pay people to do it for me. I learned a lot that year and I'm so grateful for that time that I had and the ability to do that, the fact that I had was making money in my business quite quickly and that I obviously saved money as well to be able to compensate myself during that time. But I also know that, yeah, when you have when you have infinite amounts of time, it's then also easy that new things come in. Like, oh, I'll just do that tomorrow. Oh, I'll get on with that next week. And suddenly we fill those spaces with other things and can become less productive as a result. Again, that's just my personal experience. So it's kind of a little bit of a mindset of going, hey, this is my life right now. And this is the decision that I've made. There are definitely going to be pros and cons to that. I'm sure getting to spend time with little ones as they're growing up is an amazing 
side of things. And I completely understand that there is a maybe, you know, some things that are being put on the back burner or are going to take a little bit longer as a result of that. The same thing for those of you who are still working full time and building your business on the side that it can feel like, oh, I'm working all of these hours. But as a result of that, I only have a couple of hours a week that I have the energy and the capacity for to work in my business. And again, how can we reframe that? Well, having the full-time job means that it takes the financial pressure off this brand new baby business that really doesn't have the ability yet to compensate or pay for me and itself. And so your job being the financier of the business while that's happening, but also it can get really comfortable then when you know that you don't need the money. So how do you create that sense of, okay, I'm going to keep moving forward, even though at this point there's no kind of urgency to get anything done. So it's kind of just just having a look at things slightly differently from a different angle. Would I be way more productive if I had this extra time available to me? Possibly, but also your efficiency and effectiveness might be because of those time limitations that you currently have. The other thing, and I think this is actually probably the most important part, is that when, and and I can say this again, not having kids, but I can say this with some level of personal experience, that when I stepped away from my business for three years, I felt that the whole time that I was making this huge sacrifice to help my partner with his business, to be doing things that were just so what I used to do back in my career and out of alignment with the the way that I wanted to spend my day looking after all the admin and the the things that didn't really light me up. I am so, so incredibly grateful for that time in my life. And yes, there have been periods of time, moments, probably more than anything in the last few years throughout that time where I have definitely asked myself, would I be in a different place or a different position now if I hadn't stepped away for that time? And I am always reminded in that moment of the way that the lived experience of that time, the things that I learned and navigated and experienced and embodied throughout that time have led to a direction in my business and my life that I never thought I would end up in. And so for any of us, if we are having to, you know, put put in those little hours and put time and energy into being a mum, being a or parent, uh, working in a job that doesn't light you up, doing other, looking after parents. I know there's a few people in that situation doing things in our lives that are, that feel at the moment, like they're taking away from our business, from our ability to work with more clients, to make more money, to do all of those things on the to-do list. I hope this can be a little reminder for you that it is it is about those lived experiences. It's about the things that you're going through right now are so often tied to the work that you're here to do. Or even if it doesn't make sense right now, going to be adding a richness and a depth to what you're embodying to be able to hold space and have the capacity to do that for people who are your clients who are going through that at some point in their lives. 
this one feels so true in that as your work is about taking that time to be with your kids, to embrace and slow down and be present, this feels like potentially a really amazing opportunity for the depth in your work that doesn't look like social media posts and creating content and working with clients, but actually the embodiment of your life's work, your purpose, the framework, the modalities and methodologies and tools that you are creating, that you use, that you support your clients with or are going to create at some point are all happening for you in your real life experience to add the depth and richness to the work and your capacity to hold space for your clients moving forward. I hope that that lands for even just one person listening to this because it is the the work that we're here to do isn't about checking off things on our to-do list. It's not about putting up a certain amount of posts, hitting those, I mean, KPIs, obviously all of those things are part of the business element of our business. But the greater calling to the work, to the personal journey and transformation that our work invites us to go on is that these external circumstances that feel a little bit out of our control or feel like they're taking away from our work are actually the thing that are driving us closer and closer do it. I've talked about this before in that I think of our soul work or our purpose or whatever you want to call it as this huge, great big waterfall that we can only hope to capture an essence of it in a little glass or a little cup. And for the first few years in my business, I was standing at the edge of the waterfall, kind of leaning in, but hoping not to get any, you know, any splashback from that waterfall. And when I walked away from my business, it was like I turned around and dove straight into the deep end. That sent myself on the journey, on the deeper dive that I had to go on in order to be able to show up in my business, in the work that I'm here to do for the people who come into my space the way that I can today. And so not for one moment anymore since realizing this, have I ever regretted that time because I couldn't be doing what I'm doing today if not for it. I learned so much about business, about energy, about you know, my own personal experience and journey from that time that I was maybe frustrated and feeling like I wasn't doing the thing I was supposed to be doing. I wasn't where I should have been yet in my business and I was restricting my ability to get there. That was the deeper healing and journey and building of the depth of the work that I'm here to do. And I know that if you're in a situation like that now, that could be yours. I hope that that gives you some things to think about if you're in this position. Thank you so much for asking such a beautiful question. I think that we're human (laughs) and so it is going to come with frustrations, whether it is frustrations in our business, in our lives in general, in the way that we're looking and comparing, you know, what is behind, what is moving too slow. It is very difficult to have those feelings when we're not looking at other people because going too slow, moving too slow, I'm behind, I should be here by now. Those feelings are always compared to other people that we're comparing ourselves to. And when we step back into this inner journey, it gives us an ability to switch all of that off. 
to trust that we are being guided or we are living through this as a a part of our personal journey and not to invalidate the difficulty of that or wash over the, the depth of human despair and grief and all of the emotions that come with the lived experience. But there are always little pieces that are adding to the the bigger depth of who we are and what we're here for. Thank you so much for watching. I hope that that's given you something to think about. If you feel like life is always getting in the way, if you enjoyed this episode, please let me know. I would love to hear from you. Otherwise, I will catch you in the next one.